All right. All right. All right. We are live for the Wednesday edition of the People's Talk Show and uh, excited to be back one more time and uh, three days in a row. <laughs> I'm setting some records for myself. Three streams in a row. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. So as always, I try to plan ahead before I uh, jump on and just go through some airways, see what caught my attention and more importantly, check in with you guys so you guys can share your thoughts and two cents on what's happening in your world, just so we can all come together, put it together and try to make sense of everything. And so uh, as expected, we had uh, the FOMC meeting and absolutely nothing of substance came from the mouth of Jerome Powell. And so uh, here we are, no hike. But then again, the pause is going to cause just as much pain as if they were to hike at this current moment, just because uh, all the damage has been done. And in particular, I want to focus on the housing market because I have not done that in quite some time. But um, it's uh, it's just I, I think in their estimations, according to what they're looking for in their so-called fight against inflation, there's not enough pain in the economy just yet. And so this pause could last throughout the remainder of this year, but I wouldn't put it past them, even though they're talking big about there. There's always possibilities of another hike on the table. And so going into 2024, according to Mr. Jeffrey Gunlock, the bond king, uh, it's going to be problems regardless. So here we are. But nevertheless, we all knew this and I'm looking forward to uh, find out what's on your radar. And before I move any further, um, let me know if everything is flowing well. I had some technical issues on my side, so hopefully things are going well. If you have not, uh, definitely hit the thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. That always helps. And we end, uh, and also, if we got any first-time viewers, let me know where you're watching from. Would definitely love to welcome you uh, into the community. And so Barlight Broker says, buy gold and gaudy jewelry. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Bar light broker. Um, all right, what else we got here? Okay, so it says uh, we got 12 checking in. Uh, what is this? It says, Hey, Mike, is, is it possible the whole thing is already decided to be over? Uh, the whole system seems like it's being abandoned in real time. Um, definitely possible. No, so I, I've, I was like, like I've always said, everything we're witnessing now is strategically been done because if you look at the G7 governments, they're all in sync. For the most part, the EU just hiked, you know, their, their last meeting, but they're all in sync with the same agenda. And it has to do with a reset or restructuring just because the global debt load, as I mentioned last night, 307 trillion on the books, it's not serviceable anymore. And it worked well over the last 50 years because the U.S. decided to remove the peg associated to gold or the redeemability, rather, of the Federal Reserve note to gold. And that created the credit expansion that is now coming to a halt. So everything is done intentionally. I think what they're more so focused on is trying to control the narrative that comes out of the FOMC meetings, as well as all the other central banks. So it sounds like they're working together in this fight against inflation. But ultimately, their goal is to make sure that the public doesn't lose confidence more so in the banking sector, because that ultimately will get everybody's attention. If we have another March episode of SVB and all the other banks that uh, are also holding, you know, every bank more than what more than 60 percent of, of the banks are whole are basically underwater due to these interest rate hikes that uh, we're witnessing. So. The damage is done. So they are just trying to not be the primary focal point when it all comes down. So there's, there's going to be some type of an event that will distract us from them being the primary culprits of this entire experience. So anyway, that's just my little two cents there. But uh, Daryl, what's up, my friend? How you doing? Uh, good to see everybody here. All right. So if you haven't <clears throat> already, as I always say, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully more people are notified. That definitely goes a long way. And also, let me check and make sure I'm trying to stream on more um, locations. So let me see if I got any activity anywhere else. Okay, so streaming on Rumble right now as well. So if we got any of my people on Rumble, 
I definitely hit that thumbs up button there as well. Okay, so let me just uh, get right into the nitty gritty, man. Let me just go um, up. But before I do that, as always, let me just make sure I give a quick shout out because you never know who's new. And also, I got to make sure I big up my partners, man, because it's good to be able to collaborate with people who's in the same line of work I am, which is to help people prepare and understand what's happening. And so we'll keep it on. Uh, Rolf says uh, the U.S. 10 year bond yield at four point four five. This is getting interesting. A hundred percent. So clearly, you know, the global markets operate in accordance to in accordance to the debt market, i.e. the U.S. liabilities, as I call them. So those numbers there mean a lot because it basically shows the global confidence or lack thereof in holding those things and the higher the interest goes, the more likely nations are rethinking some things. And that puts more pressure on the Federal Reserve, especially our government, who's going to issue more bonds at any time in hell, American history, for the most part, outside of the crises we've had. So I definitely agree that is very important. It's a share the rumble link. Uh, let me do the share the rumble link. Uh, let me where's the link at over here. Share. Let me see. Bam. I got share copy okay so let me put the uh put the rumble link here is the rumble link to the live stream that we're currently on right here so that right there gets you to the rumble so definitely subscribe over there as well i'm trying to do more content creation so as i mentioned for those who tuning in this is my third day in a row first time doing three days and definitely over a year a year plus so I'm feeling kind of proud right now. So I got to definitely deliver some stuff for you guys. But more importantly, it's just not a one man team. It requires effort from everybody. So make sure you guys are ready to call in and let your voice be heard when it's time. Okay, let me get into some good stuff. Okay, so as always, let me just, you know, big up, as I mentioned, I got distracted once again. And I'm gonna get into the headlines. I got about four or five articles. And of course, I take the headlines that caught my attention, summarize them, just make them short and sweet. And uh, we'll move from there. All right, so let me keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Get me all amped up tonight. Get me all amped up tonight. Let me get my stuff together. I'm, I'm a little bit everywhere right now. I'm everywhere right now. Let me figure out what I got going on. Let me figure out what I got to do. All right, all right. So as I mentioned, um, so let me, uh, so as, as always, I'm going to just, you know, because I have to, you know, shout, shout them out for Patriots because they've been a blessing to the channel, definitely holding your boy down and uh, as, well, as well as you guys. And by a show of hands or in the chat with a thumbs up, how many people have taken advantage of the opportunity that four, that four Patriots offer with the 10% off using RTD code? And so though, I know that's been a blessing for a lot of people. I heard some good feedback from there. So definitely, I'm, I'm grateful. So anyway, real quick, let me just go over here real quick and then I'll jump to the headlines, man. And then we're going to make it work. Let me find this channel, put it up here. Okay, so talk a little, if you haven't, I would definitely want to encourage you guys to go to 4 and type in 4 slash RTD. They give you a lot of information as to what's happening in reference to the preparedness game because preparedness clearly nowadays is a skill that everyone needs to fine tune. And they do a good job of helping people do that. And they also got a nice little blog. So I encourage you to check them out. But more importantly, you know, there's a lot of issues that I've always talked about, and one of them is food shortages. And so clearly we are witnessing a change in the landscape and the types of food we can get as well as the quality of foods. And one of the things about being prepared is having emergency food on hand can help you avoid a lot of the issues that will come down the line. God forbid if something happens. But that's just one of the many areas that we've been talking about. So between like drought, inflation, all the other things. Getting your food up is definitely something you guys want to do. And so I love the three-month survival kick they have here, as well as the one year, 72 hours, whatever you need. They got it. One of the benefits is you can create your own little stockpile, whatever type of food you want, whether it be breakfasts, lunches, dinners, you name it. And it has a nice little long shelf life as well. So you don't have to worry about it going bad. And out of all the things, it's one of the few things that's still made in America. So they have a lot of energy products, solar products. So it'll definitely be worth taking, checking out. So I encourage you guys to do that. And so if you guys want to, I encourage you to save 10%. Just use the code RTD at checkout. And I appreciate them for being a blessing to the channel as well, being a partner of mine. So definitely check them out. Show them some love. Love. All right. So I want to get right into the um, articles here. But let me before I do that, I want to start off with uh, something else that caught my attention as a result of the inactivity or the non-announcement that was already baked into the cake for the equities markets. Here we have a lot of red on the screen here. So clearly the markets were anticipating a pause. And so the communication space Google, Meta, all those companies there taking a little bit of a downward trajectory today, about 3% or so. It's not too big. But then again, when these companies right here, Google and Meta, for the most part, prop up the entire equities market in, 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 in total of market cap, that says a little something. And then uh, technology, Oracle, Microsoft, 
doing a little something. And then the financial sector also wasn't too hot today either. So the banks keep an eye on the banks, the banks, the banks, the banks. It's going to be hard for banks to grow if they're not lending because people tapped out. So anyway, okay, let's get into some articles, man. I want to try to get through as many as I can, starting with this juicy one right here. And so let me move myself out of the way a little bit. Okay, so this is what caught my attention earlier. Uh, well before Jerome Powell spoke, just because what he says, for the most part, uh, is not as important as what's really happening in the main economy. And But Fannie, and Freddie, Fannie Mae rather, is out here um, being truthful to a certain extent, not telling the full level of, this, of, of, of problems that are out there. But nevertheless, it's something we're paying attention to. That's something I got away from just talking about the housing market in general, because one way or another, it impacts everybody. It says U.S. housing market is headed for the largest sales slowdown since 2011, Fannie Mae says. And of course, everyone remembers that time frame for the most part. And around that time frame, it just was not the most uh, productive uh, time frame for our uh, for our country. And uh, we're heading. We're uh, well, uh, technically, we're already in the midst of uh, situations like that. But let me just dive into the article here. Here are some of the nuts and bolts of the article here. And I'll just go thumb through it real quickly, give you a a basic summary of what's inside our article there it says Fannie Mae predicts a significant slowdown in the U.S. sales estimate sales to reach just 4.8 million in the current year, the lowest since 2011 and only a slight improvement to 4.9 million in 2024. So ultimately, things are slowing down tremendously. It says higher mortgage rates with a 30 year fixed rate mortgage rate at 7.18 are hindering home buyers demand, marketing the highest borrowing costs since 2001. Says a weakening of the U.S. economy is on the horizon, and the Federal Reserve aggressive interest rate hike to combat inflation may potentially trigger a recession. Not may, but will, will trigger a. And I really believe recession is what we're currently experiencing now, minus all the fudge numbers. So when something actually breaks and it becomes obvious, we're going to shoot right past the word recession because it's going to be a lot worse globally. Says a downturn in the economy is expected to negatively impact the housing market, even if interest rates are lower. But to lead to but to due to a weak labor market and credit constraints. So ultimately speaking, at this current moment, even if they were to lower interest rates, according to this timepiece here, there still would be a lot of damage just because the labor market in and of itself and credit is tightening up. So those are some primary issues. People are not working as much. And don't have enough discretionary income, then they're not going to really be, be concerned with purchasing a very expensive housing right now. And so keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. So just something we're thinking about. And then just to, to add to that concern of a slowdown, here is a graphic that goes back to, to the 1800s just to show you how expensive the housing market is. And it says the biggest housing bubble ever. And that's where it says inflation, <clears throat> inflation adjustment. Adjusted home sales from 1890 to 2023. And so this is uh, posted by Nick Garrell on, um, on Twitter. It says, we're in the biggest housing bubble ever in 2023. Home prices adjusted for inflation are 85% overvalued compared to their 130-year average. So you take this average here <laughs> and look at where we're at right now. And then look how much further we are past the housing bubble of the GFC and definitely something is out of whack. So regardless as to whatever the Fed does, the bubble needs to correct. And so everyone, as, as everyone knows, everyone who's gotten in these houses in the last couple of years, especially with the higher interest rates, uh, they're going to have some real tough decisions to make. But then again, it's going to impact everybody because if you even locked in at a lower rate, keeping your job, keeping them bills paid, might be another issue as well. But just look at this, man. Like, and I think about how I remember hearing the stories about sixties and seventies where people were buying houses, you know, brand new for you know, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. And here we are now, average is you know, three hundred, four hundred, depending on where you're at. Yeah. Unsustainable. So something has to give. Okay. Another little interesting article here. Home building collapses as market struggles. So not enough buying, not enough credit extension, not enough building. It says housing starts in the U.S. fail over 11% in August to 1.28 million, down nearly 15% from the previous year. So that right there is a sign of a contracting economy. 
says multifamily home construction uh, declined by 25 percent, while single family homes also dropped by more than four percent. Says higher mortgage rates above seven percent and lower resale inventory. A lot of people not selling, hindering housing production, making it uh, difficult for first time buyers and younger households to afford homes. The National Association of Home Builders blames the decline on rising mortgage rates, decline on rising mortgage rates and expect them to remain high due to potential Federal Reserve interest rates. Home building decreased across the U.S. with the declines of nearly 23 percent in the Northeast, 14 percent in the Midwest, 9 percent in the South and 16.5 percent in the West compared to the previous year. So uh, just more numbers that tell a much different story than what they would have us believe in D.C., that uh, things are imploding on itself bit by bit. But but then again, no one here should be surprised. Okay, a couple more stories here. Just, you know, I I thought it was interesting to highlight some of the main points of these articles here, because on on another note, we got then what, two weeks, student loan situation is about to start up again. And that's going to put more of a pinch on the younger Generation X uh, you know, population says, how will student loan repayments impact the economy? So real sweet and simple, I'll summarize it for you. It says student loan payments were initially paused in March 2020 by then President Donald Trump to aid the health situation, stricken borrowers. Says the pause was extended nine times, totaling three years with interest rates accruing since September 1st. Approximately 43 million Americans hold a combined 1.75 trillion, 43 million Americans, one in five borrowers. So by out of curiosity, do we have any any individuals in the community that uh, might be caught up in this student loan situation? Uh, or I, I know some people who have actually were part of the lucky group. They got theirs um, canceled. And so to my knowledge, I don't think they you know brought it back. You know, to their back, brought it back to their account. So I know some people that got their their student loans canceled, which happened at the right time. But it says here, uh, it says one in five borrow one in five borrowers face financial challenges when payments restart. As per the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, says some 21 million borrowers will need to resume their payments, with the average payment of about $300 per month. So that's 300 less out of your pocket to provide, to spend into the economy. And you know what happens there. It says ending the moratorium could decrease Q4 GDP growth by 0.2%. So by forcing people to go back to paying their initial debts, oops, I'm on the wrong screen. By forcing people to go back to pay their original debts will take away from the GDP because people will spend less into the economy, therefore causing more of a doom loop when it comes to retail sales. Not, not good at all. But then again, we knew about this. Okay, here's another interesting article here. Caught my attention. And so not only are student loans going to issue, going to be a problem for the younger crowd, not necessarily young crowd, but just, you know, those who were uh, had three years off. We have articles saying that even the millionaires, a lot of the millionaires now are a little unease about current economic conditions and their fear of of needing to work or living longer. Rather, I'm sorry, living longer than the money they've accumulated. So the argument amongst a lot of people in the financial world is how much do you need to save? Because everybody who's put in work into that, you know, that was that that 40 year model of give 40 years of your life and get at the end of, the, of, of it. They're now really concerned on how this economy will impact them, especially if they're in bonds and and um, and stocks. But it says even millionaires are afraid they will outlive their retirement savings as experts weigh in on how much is really enough. And of course, everybody's situation is different, but. These are people in the six-figure, seven-figure ballpark, and these are some of their concerns. So real quick, it says a third, one-third of millionaires fear they could outlive their retirement savings, according to a new survey by Northwestern Mutual. Millionaires on average believe they need $3 million to retire comfortably. But then again, like comfortably, yeah, like, it's, and that's where, like, yeah, like they're they're deliberately restructuring the entire global economy, which will upend any types of concept of comfort just because the amount of currency they're going to create to extend these bubbles or to rebuild after they let them burst. is going to dilute 
that three million down to the point where he's gonna be looking at uh let me see, I got some bills here. So and this is where I did a you know, so John Robertson, you know, bless his soul, my my guy who was in Zimbabwe, economist, he retired. He retired from teaching and then had to go back to work because his his entire retirement, his pension and all his other investments gone. And and to think that a part of his retirement that was stolen due to hyperinflation is is in my hand right now. So I'm holding some of his retirement in the form of funny currency that was created to compensate him for his retirement. So these are my Zimbabwe notes, but here are just real quick off subject. I got a, a $500,000 note. I got a $50 billion note. So even though this is an extreme situation, but right now we're witnessing all types of extreme situations around the world to where you can't really say it's, 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 you can't say it's a mathematical certainty that it won't happen in the USA or in the G7 or in the, in the developed world. So it's more than likely possible. So here's another note. This is a $750,000. So imagine Zimbabweans, hardworking, put in a time, did everything they were told to do. Their financial advisor said, put aside $3 million. And, you know, of course, the economy fluctuates, whatever, whatever. But the retirement advice in Zimbabwe is way different than here. But my point is numbers at the end of the day during a economic collapse are irrelevant. So there'll be no such thing as was comfort at the end of the day. That was a whole little gist of that. There'll be no such thing as comfort in the midst of a reset if they have their way. Hope I'm wrong. But then again, I think it's better to prepare yourself mentally for the fact that they're trying to take away our comforts. And so it says 33% of millionaires are afraid of running out of money in, their, in, in, later, in later life. And 47% recognize the need to improve their financial planning. It says 70% of, of wealthy Americans work with a financial advisor while the general population is at set 37%. And then last one here says a comfort, comfortable retirement sum Varies by age group with people in their 50s expected to need 1.56 million, while those in their 20s anticipate 1.2. So think about that. People in their 50s say 1.5. People in their 20s say 1.2. So what that shows me, people have no clue as to what's going on in this system. Not a clue. Not a clue. But then again, I don't, I mean, we weren't taught. Okay, next article here. Another, another juicy one. The Bond King, Jeffrey Gunlock, warns of demons on the horizon for stocks and predicts a dollar disaster and recession next year at the worst. Oh, just said throw in a recession as well. Demons on the horizon for stocks and predicts disaster for the dollar. And a lot of this has to do with the deficits that the U.S. is running and what's coming. But it says here, a $265 billion investment chief says one of the most valuable economic indicators is signaling a recession in about 18 months. So this is an older video, but yeah. So right about right about next year will be that 18 month that he's referring to. Okay, real quick here. Then I'll probably skip you to skip the rest and we'll go right into some Q&A. Uh, Jeffrey Gunlock warning says, Jeffrey Gunlock, CEO of Double line capital warns of an upcoming recession next year and points to signs of economic weakness he notes corporate layoffs record credit card debt higher mortgage rates affecting housing and small business struggling with refinancing at higher interest rates are going to be four catalysts that will impact that gunlock attributes current economic growth to unsustainable government spending so whatever growth you know the biden is out here saying that no oh, the economy's doing all this economy's doing that he's saying this unsustainable government spending with a budget deficit of 8% of the GDP. So government spending in of itself being beneficial for the economy when it's all debt, something's wrong. He warns that the Fed's interest rate hikes will, I'll say will, lead to a debt crisis, suggesting they may want to lower rates again soon, which I don't think they want to. Gunlock predicts a substantial weakening of the U.S. dollar during the next recession, potentially leading to a financial system overhaul so they will destroy the dollar 
with as much currency they're going to try to create and the world will not flock to it because those countries will be in the same issues as we are here. It's going to be a race to see how much you can print to keep people from absolutely going crazy in the streets, even they're going to, even though they're going to do that anyway. Okay. What else we got here? What time are we looking at? All right. So I got a couple more here, but I'll spare you. I'll spare you. But I'm curious out of everything we touched on housing clearly seems to be one of the touchy subjects that uh, appears to be rearing its head above ground, similar to what it did back in 08 and 08 timeframe. But then again, as you saw from that chart I showed earlier, it's a lot worse. The bubble is a lot worse. So the question is, given all this information that we have here in front of us, these are the real stats and facts and charts of what's really going on in Main Street. How can a government or Jerome Powell, or any of those people come out and spew anything positive about the current financial condition of this country? And so my point is, whenever, whatever comes out of the mouth of those individuals, they're literally just trying to spew more propaganda in real time because the numbers don't lie a hundred percent. Okay. All right. So what we got uh, 30 minutes or so. So let's see what we can do here. You guys want to chit chat a little bit and, uh, or, and so as always, I want to, I'm, I'm curious to hear what other subjects, cause I do have, I do have a, a couple little videos here, but I'll, I'll spare you those. But, um, over in Italy, I was watching some videos from Italy and, uh, things, things are getting real <laughs> over in Italy. <laughs> And uh, I see a lot of people saying that, you know, Europe literally because it'll 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 happen simultaneously. Like it's no it's no coincidence that they're allowing everybody and their mother to just flee to the promised land of, of Europe and the U.S. So literally, with if you when Europe as Europe is being invaded by a variety of people from all over the globe, as well as the U.S., imagine if something happens, some type of triggering event goes off and then. Domestically, people get pissed and up, you know, get all riled up. How much more of an incentive will the people who have no vested interest in those countries also turn it up a notch as well? And sheer, like this, like like looting, rioting, you name it, because the time is right. And when in the midst of total chaos, rule of law is out the door. So it'd be a lot easier for all those people who flood into the country to just go haywires. And think about this: there's not enough police officers. In your city, there's not enough law enforcement in our state because the military has been hollowed out. They coming through, you know, I don't know if they even, I don't know how strong our military is right now. So point in case is they're literally doing a number on a variety of countries intentionally. None of this stuff is by accident, man. It's just hard not to, uh, you know, talk about this stuff because it's right in our face. It's right in our face. And especially if you're attentive and paying attention to this stuff, you, you start to put all these pieces of the puzzle together. You see a much bigger picture and the picture don't look pretty in the natural. And I got to make sure I emphasize that in the natural. But then I want to say, but with God, <laughs> but with God, all things are possible. All right, good people. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit. So let's see what we can go tonight. What do you guys want to take this tonight? Phone lines are open. Uh, 313-462-0027. Call in. Let me hear what's in your voice. What's on your mind, man? What are you keeping a what are you keeping an eye on your, what are you keeping your eyes on? What excites you? What might keep you up at night? This is a good time to let it out because you may not be the only one either thinking about it, experiencing it, or you know, it been on your chest as well. All right, all right, all right. Or highlight at rethinking a dollar in the chat. And I'll see something and I'll try to jump on it. So all righty, we'll see what's going on. We got uh who we got here? Calypso Moon, how you doing? Welcome back to the fold. Uh, what they see did it what we got here housing prices are controlled are controlled for johnny b are controlled for who people who are sitting on the sideline thinking that there's gonna be a fire sale that mimics previous recessionary time frames and i have a concern with that as well but also let me know what you mean because I, I hear a lot of people and of course a lot of i watch a lot of savvy you know investors and they're talking about like having some cash on the side mimicking a re repeat of the great financial crises and during that time frame the governments saved the banks and kept the contagion from actually even trickling into the banks so things flow as you know as normal now the banks are going to be at the center of all this 
and whether or not you know they're saved by you know the Federal Reserve or the Treasury or not in unison. We'll wait and see. My 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 suspicion is the GCs will be saved. The regionals, credit unions, all of them might they might let them go away because it makes it easier to consolidate power to issue whatever the next. As we always talk about what's coming through through their net through their blockchains, and so I would imagine unless you're as I said before, unless you're a part of a that part a part of that group that's being set up to own the majority, like the Black Rocks and the Vanguards, then you may not get access to your cash to take advantage of the fire sales the way that you were able to in previous recession. So having too much, whether it's above that 250000 or not, may not be insured or you may not get access to it to go all shopping when you want to. So that's just my two cents. So, all right, let me get some calls in here. Let me, uh, let me see here. I accepted one. Give me one second. I got somebody here. Yeah. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, my Steve. Steve, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Good, good. Uh, glad you're back on there, bro. Yes, sir. What's good with you? Hey, it got a couple of quick hitters there, and you can touch on them uh, as we go here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess the first one would be the uh, FEMA emergency alert for October 4th. Okay, FEMA emergency alert for October fourth. Let me pull something up here. I wasn't familiar with that one. Okay, give me, give me. So, give it to yeah. me as quick as you can. That's where they're going to be testing the uh, the system. That's when they're going to be basically calling everyone's phones in in the U.S. etc. Uh, and and I think there's, I think it's supposed to go on your TVs and stuff too. Really? Okay. Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's October fourth. Uh, the emergency alert thing, and, and some people are saying that's when that 5G stuff's going to be triggered, uh, and, and some of that some of that graphite stuff that's in these people, yeah, that took the jabs, yeah, uh, is going to be activated, etc. I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, nah, ooh, ooh. I, I'm just saying what's yeah what, what's out there. <laughs> yeah, now watch this real quick. As you were saying that, as you were saying that, first thing came to mind is you know you 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 putting all that together. You know you know 5G activated. And first thing came to my mind was the CDC's website of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and then that movie that uh, came out with the phone. It was, it was, it was a movie came out with, uh, what's my man's name? During, during the whole little shut lockdown period, I know it was in the 2018, but anyway, they, people picked the phone up and it started making noises and they all turned into zombies, you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> No, no, you're, it's along that same uh, line of thinking there. Uh, but yeah, the, the October 4th, any, anybody can just Google it. Yeah, I put, I put it up right now. And, and the, uh, the other thing is, is uh, what's going on with the Darien Gap. You know, basically all of the illegals come in through mm-hmm. through uh, the Darien Gap, through, through Panama, through some of those areas. Yeah. Uh, and there's a yeah, and, and and I guess there's a um, there's an area in Texas. It, I, I I sent you a video on that. This this 2024 homeland uh, threat uh, homeland threat assessment 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah basically, they, they cleared out this area down in Texas. Uh, I, I guess it's a huge area, mm-hmm. and they're letting they're letting illegals come in. And buy property, <laughs> and, and let them start setting up houses and things, etc. You know, which we wouldn't be able to do, right? But 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 the illegals, and this this is a huge area. Yeah, huge. I got I, I got it on the screen right now. I did see, um, I saw a video, uh, and I got it up playing right now of how massive it is. Like this is like literally. It, it, it looks like it's been strategically set up, like they put in infrastructure, you know what I'm saying, for that. Correct. <laughs> no accident. Yeah, no accident. Uh, so, 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 so that's one thing. And, 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 and what piggybacks off of that mm-hmm. is the, um, uh, still to this day, I'm, I'm out here in Vacaville, California, which mm-hmm. is about you know, 15, 15 minutes from Fairfield, California. Yeah. I.e. Travis Air Force Base, where all of this land is being purchased <laughs> on three sides of the Air Force Base. Mm. Yeah. Three 
three out of four signed. Isn't it about somebody mysterious? Isn't it somebody? Isn't it a mysterious buyer or somebody like that? Well, there's a group called the Flannery Flannery Group, mm-hmm. and they still haven't gotten to the they still haven't gotten to the bottom of it to, to, to see who it is. But you know, and I know that the government can find out who owns that land. Yeah, <laughs> and if they don't, if if they don't know, that just tells you how inept our, our government is right, right now. Right. How, how do you buy all of that property on three three out of four sides of an airport space, and nobody knows who it is? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something smells fishy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Up. Uh, and, and then and then the last thing I'll touch on before we get off here, we're talking mm-hmm. about the you're talking about the retirement stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been retired law enforcement for, for many years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I just I just took what I what I made last year you know, from Calpers, and then I just multiplied that you know, uh, uh, you know for the year, even mm-hmm. though cola etc affects everything naturally. Mm-hmm. But but I came up with like one point one point one uh, mil already that yeah. I've been paid. Yeah. So you so 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 I think it's like you you're you're one of the the fortunate ones that's able to get as much as they can out before stuff really gets to the point where, you know what I'm saying? They won't be able to get none. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a blessing, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, trust me. I, I mean, and, and that's not living lavishly or anything. Mm-hmm. That, that's just, you know, you're good. Right. Right you're time, good. right place, man. Right time. You got out the right time, right place. And you got, you, you, you got, you get it. You're getting yours. So congrats, man. <laughs> Hey, well, anyway, and, and, then, and, then, and then the last thing, mm-hmm. everybody, please get, get those solar generators. Oh, please, yeah. please. How, if, how's yours holding up? You don't have one. It, it's good, man. That Zender Supervase, uh, Supervase V, uh, 6400. Yeah. Um, I, it, they're expensive. Granted, yeah. they're yeah. expensive, but, uh, uh, but worth it. I just got the main unit. Yeah, I got the main unit and I got the two extra uh, batteries. Nice. I wanted to get the, I wanted to get the four extra batteries. I could only afford the, uh, the yeah. two extra batteries, but just 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 off of one charge without using any solar. What I just ran it on one charge, mm-hmm. and and it was able to run ev- everything in the house for for about four days. Yeah. Sweet. And that was without using the solar at all. Yeah. Not even using the solar at all. All right. Well, hey, man, let me get some more calls in if I get some, though. But I appreciate you calling as always. Good to hear from you. Way to keep us on, on in tune with what's happening out uh, west and down south, or down out west and out down south. Yeah. So appreciate you, man, as always. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hopefully we can keep an eye on that uh, that Texas thing, that, 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 yeah. that colony. Colony Ridge or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. That that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, take care. Appreciate you, man. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, what else we got out here? What else is on your guys' mind? We got Roth saying, there's only one way out of here, said the Joker to the thief. A CBDC and UBI will give the American sheeple some relief. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I mean, and what's interesting about, you know, the concepts of a UBI they're clearly experiment when all the millionaires, all the, all the billionaires rather say that mankind will need it just because of the technological, technological disruptions is taking place. They're not even talking about, you know, what happens to the economy and everything else in between. They're just saying AI robots going to take people's jobs. So they need something and it'll make their lives easier. And they, they can focus on other things like, Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I, it is a CBDC UBI. You know, it's, it's, it's not an if it's just a win. It's just an if, not an if, but a win. All right, what else we got here? Uh, da, 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 da. What else? Anything? Anything else happening in the news? That's you know. Any, what, what, give me some good news. Any any good news out there is happening, either individually for you guys, anybody out here. Any any blessings come about out of nowhere at the right time and the right from the right person or whatever. Just want to make sure we lighten stuff up. I don't want to just say everybody just call it with a, with a with a doom and gloom story. No, let's keep it real. There's also blessings on dropping down right now. So feel free to have at it. It says, what's the best solar generator? Man, I do follow 
and keep an eye on a lot of them. I know the most, the, the, the companies that's been around the longest, they got some credibility, they got some history. And so you got the Blue Yetis, you got the EcoFlow. Those two are probably the biggest companies. Then you got a lot of new boys coming on. Uh, as Steve mentioned, the Zendor uh, line is new. And I even came across another one uh, not long ago. There was there, So the more competition comes into the market, the cheaper they become. But then again, like we don't know about the quality because all of this lithium battery usage stuff that's being pushed right now, it's all within the last four, five, six years. So a lot of people say, you know, you get, you know, 3,500 cycles. And so a lot of stuff ain't really been tested. So ain't no telling, but it's more so what's your budget looking like and, uh, you know, how deep are you willing to go down that educational hole to make sure you're on top of it? Because I have a couple, but, you know, what I'm saying and power went out. I had to power them things up and it came in handy because we were out for a little bit. But then again, I was grateful. And it's like one of the things where if I could, I would just get more of those battery packs and just load up on them just because. TB says, none when an EMP hits. Well, when an EMP hits, civilization will come to a halt. So ain't nothing you can do about it anyway. So I'd rather at least have something than have nothing. So the chance of an EMP is probable, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't like, you know, bank on it. You know what I'm saying? I'd imagine we would have a cyber, of an intentional cyber event, i.e. disruptions in satellite service or the cable internet for a short period of time before an EMP is deliberately set off because it's going to mess their plans up. But then again, in the midst of a reset, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Uh, Joe said the 10 year yield is rapidly rising tomorrow. Going to be a colossal sell off. If it continues into tomorrow market open. Uh, yeah, Joe, we talked to touched on a little bit earlier. Something's breaking behind the scenes. And, and so even Jeffrey Gunlock, as I, let me see, go back here. He was talking a lot about his concerns for the dollar going into next year due to our government's budget deficit, which is about to really get cranked up. And so clearly warnings are being shown with the debt market right now, probably as like a little, a uh, little heads up warning to the, to the markets, to the world, what might happen if, uh, we go into next year and they try to issue that 1.9 to fund madness and fun craziness. Yeah. something going to give. And I think it'd be a similar situation uh, as to what happened in the UK this past fall. Me and Mario touched on how Mario did this, especially because he's in that country, but how the guilts just basically just went like to the trash can and the government panicked <laughs> and backed down on all those radical policies to try to stabilize things. And then they came into the market to support the bond market by buying them. So, yeah. Mr. Mitchell said, I went months without electricity. You adjust. Yeah, that'd be different though, man. That'd be different. Like, like you know, candles and fireplace and stuff like that. That'd be, that would be different. Cell phone towers be down. <laughs> Barlight broker, I might doubt RTTV. <laughs> So depending on the time of the year, depending on where you're at geographically, it might be, a, you know, if things were to go out, it might be a good time to just spend more time in nature, get back to the roots and let your feet walk in the grass and chart, recharge your body and everything else in between. But if you're in a winter, it's going to be a cold winter. Uh, says years without heat, months without electricity. Man, what, what you do, Mr. Mitchell, you lived outside? Like, where did you live at where you went that long without the basic necessities? Because just from hearing that, it looks sound like, you know, you might have been like, you know, in, a, in an unfortunate predicament where, you know, you didn't have or you went without. That's why you were got that real world experience. Uh, so it might define hazardous uh, West ministers to promote the BRICS. Western, Western, West, oh, Westerners that promote the BRICS at the expense of the country they live in. I don't get it. Uh, do you find hazardous Westerners that promote the BRICS at the expense of the country they live in? Um, I don't get it. Ah, uh, as far as do I find them, find hazardous? Uh, I, I wouldn't say, like, because I talk a lot about the bricks, but I don't talk about it from the standpoint of, like, you know, 
I'm cheering them on like, hey, whoo, go ahead. Like, you know, come up with that goal back, whatever, or whatever. You know, yeah, take down West. No, because I'm in the West. So I'm like, you know, I don't I don't want uh, I don't want them to succeed. I don't, I, you know, but then again, I know what we're doing here is crippling the world. So I put myself in their shoes as well. And if I was on that side of the, of the world under the boot and neck, boot and strap of the West and with the threat of sanctions and literally we're living a very privileged life off the abuse of our currency. So I'm grateful that I was born on this side, not that side for now. So I'm not rooting them on, but I realize it's cyclical. Everything changes. Reserve currencies change. I mean, nothing in life is forever. Everything is temporary in a sense. So there's going to be some ups and downs in your cycle. So their time will come in whatever capacity to where we're going to be on the other side of that boot more than likely. And we'll have to adjust. But then again, there's opportunity within opportunity within all that. I don't worry. You need says says RTD says calling. We say calling from the bat phone pickup. <laughs> Oops, I have missing calls. Forgive me. What we got? So that's what happened when you start ranting, lose track of time. So that's one. That's another one of the things where it's not as easy to to answer calls, check the chat, make sure everything's working on the back end. Hello, caller. Where we call it from? Hi, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, bro? TB, doing good, my friend. What's on your mind? One more again. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you, you, actually, you actually think there's going to be a reset? Um, based upon all the things happening right now, the world is going through some changes, and on the end of all this, it won't be pretty. So, whether it's a reset, a reboot, restructuring, there's going to be a lot of, um, uh. Uh, pain. So I don't know what you what would you want to call that if if you see it that way. So I, we've been restructuring for the last twenty years. Who's we? The United States. The dollar continues to go down, mm-hmm. but it, it, other countries' uh, uh, currency continues to go down along with it. Mm-hmm. So eventually, we're going to be on the same playing field. There's no replacement for the dollar at this present time. There's nobody even talks of replacing the dollar. Everybody keeps talking about China. Would countries that are just signing up for China want the U.S. dollar, which is a reserve currency, mm-hmm. and you can spend it anywhere? Mm-hmm. Or would they want a dictatorship as in China with the boot on their neck saying that you have to do it our way? I'm thinking that, that people would choose the United States way, even though as bad as it is. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and so we are in the best position based upon previous reserve currency errors, just because everything has been solely based in USD terms, but it won't last forever. And also to that point about an alternative, you know, gold appears to be something that a lot of nations find interest in for a variety of reasons. But then again, somehow, some way it appears that there's people working on bringing that back into the equation for capital, saving their own currencies or reliquifying their own economies or whatever. But clearly gold is a part of the equation because it's being sought after heavily. Why is it being sought out heavily? If not because of the U.S. is on the uh, U.S. Is, is weaponizing dollars, which the U.S. has no control over, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to ask why they are grabbing into the gold. It's because their currency will not cover it. They have to go to something that's that that's out of the United States' control, mm-hmm. or not control, but out of the United States' peripheral, okay. in order to pay the United States their money. Okay. Because the United States don't give China any money. China has to buy gold and convert it into U.S. dollars. Okay. That's the problem. But but then again, that that's a that's a tool that they're using now out of emergency out of emergency reasons, but it's there to use. So like so Everybody what? So, I mean, you're right, right, right. So what I'm saying is, more nations now are taking advantage of that out of out of emergency sake. But then again, they're bringing gold back into the equation to get more currencies to pay the U.S. their dollars, but. That gold is making its way somewhere and, and is not coming back to the U.S. The dollars are coming back to the U.S. Correct. And the gold, the gold, is, being, the gold is, being, is being spent on U.S. dollars. If you buy it in U.S. dollars, it has to be 
dollars. Correct. So whatever China's doing, they are buying the, the, the gold to pay back in dollars to the U.S. dollar. I mean, they're, 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 they are uh, uh, cutting back slowly, but they, they owe us a trillion dollars. How do you get, how do you, how do you switch currency in the middle of owing me a trillion dollars? I'm not going to oh, that. Oh, you mean, you mean we owe them a trillion? To my knowledge, they're sitting on they they what they're sitting on they're sitting on eight hundred and something US US liabilities to that they consider that they consider their asset. <laughs> And they're going to continue. Everybody's buying treasuries, man. I mean, you buy what what is available to you, and then you can't force something that's not available to you. Mm-hmm. No one. Okay, put your IRA in in, in in yuan. Would you want to do it? No, not liquid enough. Not yet. No. Yeah, there's nothing to say that it's going to be liquid. I mean, okay, so whether it's going to be liquid or not, I don't know, but they're finding more use cases for it. And IMF is also approving of this with Argentina and Brazil. And so other nations want it because they're lacking dollars. So wherever dollars are missing, they're filling in the gap with the yuan as well. So between gold and yuan, they are not just solely focused on the USD. Okay, then I ask you this. If the yuan is trading with other countries like India, what is the exchange rate? I don't know. <laughs> do that homework, though, if you're going to say that. If, I mean, but no, no, no. But, but that's where, like, so, like, outside of, you know, me giving my opinion on this side of the equation, I'm just sitting back watching and observing the bilateral agreements where the currency's flowing that's not done in dollars to where that's picking up more and more and more. And so while the USD is needed, it is not something that, you know, if not used, will bring down economies in a, in a whole. It'll be some issues. But then again, they'll make a way. When I ask you what happens when the dollar goes to 106, look what how many countries start buying more gold when dollar goes to 106. It isn't because they're trying to divide from the dollar. It's trying to, because they can't afford it in their own currency. Correct. Because their currency is trash. When one got, when some trash and the other trash still gets trashed. So you're going to need something in the middle to balance that out. And it happens to be gold. In what country? In what country? In what country are you talking about? In what country? Saudi Arabia is up. China is up. <laughs> so, so in, in those in those trash currencies, in those trash currencies, in those trash currencies, gold is at all time highs. All away, all around us, just not in USD terms, because trash currencies. I mean, because of our futures markets, it's in it's in USD. But then how relevant is that if you lived in Lebanon, if you lived in Zimbabwe, if you lived in whatever, and you got to go spend your currency to get gold, you ain't worried about the USD. Because when you go down to the shop, you got to give them reals or rubles or, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's, it's to each country, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you how relevant it is. Huh? I'll tell you how relevant it is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how relevant it is. Go ahead. If you take the price of 71, which is what? Give it to me. You take the gold price in 71 when they got off the market, is that what, $32, $35? 35 is some change, yeah. And some change. Okay, you take that time to last how many years? 55 years, 40 years? Mm-hmm. What? You take that. <laughs> and you multiply it. Uh-huh. And you multiply it, it's roughly the same amount the gold is today, 1900 Using That's not relevant. Using, using inflation adjusted measures? The monetary basis, we got, we got, we got. 20 trillion pieces of paper floating around compared to, you know, a trillion then, and you're using the metrics of gold being equivalent adjusted for inflation? I'm only using your argument. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, but no, no, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying like, you know, I'm just saying like, and so I, I'm not like I'm defending anything. I'm just saying it ain't all this talk about gold for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So clearly people know what's in the middle of all these failing fiats, and it happens to be something that governments can't manipulate physically. So, you know, I, you know, I, it's, it's not my argument to fight. <laughs> and sometimes and sometime we as individuals uh, thinking that, that gold is, is, is a hedge against uh, inflation mm-hmm. need to make a U-turn and see what it's really for. And it's only for just to cover people's ass when they are, when they're, when they can't afford the dollar. When you're, okay. So, okay. So, so gold, was, 
in, in the monetary system, sure. In the monetary system, sure. But I'm saying that if you were your average, you know, retiree Joe and Jane in one of these countries that where the USD is not their national currency, that argument I don't think necessarily would apply. Because like in Lebanon, if you got gold, so I'm saying all these countries, there's because there's more than enough countries now that we also can use it as examples of well, how fiat, those fiats are destroying lives. But then again, for those who actually got out in time and bought other things or got in the USD, they're doing better than the ones who stuck into those countries and those currencies. So just here in the US, we have a very unique privilege to where we can, we can ignore gold and say gold is barbarous relic. We don't need it. Sure, don't use the USD. Fine. Until that point comes where we experience things that happen all around the world, which I think is coming. Do you think that's coming or no? Like, you think we're going to have some type of systemic event where we're going to, our country's going to mimic like the, the other nations that, you know, like where hyperinflation sets in, or you think that's not possible here? You can't? So all the dollars outside this country, way more than we got inside, if they send them back, we ain't going to have hyperinflation? If I print the money, I owe you money, I print you money reserve currency how can i hyper inflate i mean i'm just referring to the amount of currency in circulation chasing the same amount of goods Back to the and then get back into the same crappy currencies, huh? Well, they ain't got no choice because they're doing <laughs> alternative. I keep, I keep saying that, but everybody keeps saying uh, the, the yuan, yuan, but nobody, nobody's gravitating for that. Remember when they had that summit and everybody's like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna introduce the gold back. They're gonna, did they say anything about the gold back then? No, no, speculation. No. That's all it is. Clickbait, thumbs, you know, say like what you get, you get some, some, just some topics of what could, what could be, but they're, but they're working, but. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I, I, I refer to keeping an eye on the summit with suspicions of them announcing something. I didn't say it was mathematically factual, going to be true. None of this is. This is all opinion based. So, other than just sharing what could happen and what they're working on, clearly they're working on something because they they're bringing in more uberly wealthy, rich, natural, rich countries to where they're going to work together. And it's good to say majority of the things they do amongst themselves, they not they're not sitting up there trying to figure out the exchange rate of USD to those currencies they have. You know what I'm saying? I imagine they're trying to take that out of their equation. That's what the Fed now is. The Fed now canceled that CBDC act. Oh, if you say so, I, I, you know, I think it's, it's a, it's a private network with programmability to it. So they can probably add in some, some, some tokens to that thing with no problem. So whether or not the like city groups, new little private blockchain is somehow going to be interoperable. It's, it's 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 all tech. It's software. It's software. So anything can be done. <laughs> well, no, it's been it's been compromised by the banks. The banks have already got control of the crypto market. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Crypto market. I don't doubt that. And all of all of the money that that you see floating around, it's not a. Um, it's it's money goes from one hand to the other. There's no loss in there. There's no there's, somebody's rich, somebody's poor, turning around, somebody's poor, somebody's rich. The CBDs have been compromised by the big banks, so you can cancel all that stuff about the about the CBDCs because Fed now has taken over, and they've taken over the SOFR. Mm -hmm. SOFR is taken over and uh, over LIBOR. So now the U.S. is setting the bench rate mm -hmm. in addition to the money monetary system. Right. So where, where's the CBDCs gonna come in at? Right. According to TB, it's not possible. So I'll I'll, I'll mark down. It was a, the twentieth of November of September ten oh four. CB says TB says no CBDC is is not coming. And then I'll replay this. <laughs> oh, CBDCs? 
I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I never thought that that would be the case, but I mean, I, I, the CBDC is just for domestic use for your wallet and my wallet. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a, it's a domestic thing. So. wallet and my wallet. It's for the bank. Look it up. Look what it stands for. Central bank digital currency. It's for the central banks. It's not for you and I. So what are we going to use? have no current currency what is what is our currency outside of the dollar which is a reserve currency we have no other currency if the dollar goes away what are we switching to what is the united states going to switch to we don't have a currency but the dollar's not going away though right the dollar's not going away they're just they're they're rebranding it though like you know so with so with jc morgan chase goldman sachs city group coming up with their own blockchains where they're tokenizing deposits from what they said that right there is a rebrand of the same currency because on the back end, we won't even know nothing about it. They said you won't need a wallet just because it's as if it's already is. So they've already found a new way to, huh? Right. It's on their ledger. So it's a it's a computerized ones and zeros on a screen. It's a USD. They're all they're all the same. So all you did was just gave me a wrapped up the same idea that I have. And this and that. It's a glorified ledger. That's all it is. I mean, we're that, that we that, that we don't control and that on the back end of that will come with a lot of permissionless or permissioned activity, such as the you know, ability to spend expiration dates and all the other stuff that is an example of what the yuan is right now in China. So uh I would have say that but but I'm not gonna argue, I gotta go. We pass, we pass, we pass. Go ahead. Last thought, go ahead. It's no different than uh, a regular charge card. It's no different. You, they've got this stuff already. They're just trying to fool you and, and trick you into saying that there's something else coming out there. All this stuff that requires infrastructure, mm-hmm. we can't do. So you have to look at like, a, what's the infrastructure for everything that they're talking about for this AI stuff? For They can't do it. They can't do it because it takes too much, and we don't have the money in order to do it. And our currency only only as good as long as it's circulating mm-hmm. if it stops circulating we we're dead we're done so that's why we can print 32 trillion that's why we can print 56 trillion the next time around this this, this debate that's going on in the house mm-hmm. and they're talking about the budget close closing down the good government that's so they can hide the numbers you wait until they they, they actually get the budget and it's it's, it's going to be out of this world but they're going to put it off till next year before anybody sees anything. That's like the, the unemployment numbers. They start the unemployment numbers. Oh, we we only had a such and such, and then they revise them next month and nobody sees that stuff. <laughs> right. You go, Appreciate you, man. Have a good night. Yeah, I'm safe here, man. For sure, boy. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Man, we're at 105. Hour and five minutes. Longer than I plan on going, but then again, some good back and forth. I appreciate everybody, as always, for hanging out with me. If you've been hanging out, see, you've got about a 150 or so, hit that thumbs up button, show your love for the channel. And then again, this is why we have the talk show. So we can have people call in with a variety of viewpoints on different things and put it out there and see what sticks and what doesn't. Then again, we're all trying to learn and navigate these waters together. So I appreciate uh, everybody bringing something to the table. So thanks. All right, we're good people. Uh, as I said, be blessed, be safe. I'm cutting the phone lines off. No more calls for the night. I am fatigued mentally. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back at it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going for four days in a row. Four days in a row. If I get my thumbs up, if you guys give me some thumbs up. I'm going to make four days in a row. And this is your time to find some questions, find some topics or something, bring it to the fold tomorrow, and let's talk it out again. All right, people. Peace.